Grab some tea, get comfy, and get ready to kiki with Kariatu as we figure out how to laugh at the past, learn lessons in the present, and live for our future while loving every part of the process. What's up, y'all? It's Kariatu, and we are back with a new season. And today we're going to be talking about brand image from all things colorism, body shaming, preference versus standards, um, inclusion versus exclusion. So today I have a very special guest with me, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hi, everybody. I'm Of course. Let me tell y'all, I was re I was um designing season five and Jasmine started a, a discussion on her Instagram and I was like, this is perfect. So tell us a little bit about what you saw that day that drove you to start that discussion with your close friends. So I got on Twitter and somebody tweeted about basically colorism in the DMV with the brands. Mm-hmm. pictures with different brands you know getting on your little model tip a little bit if you know jasmine you know it's a struggle to try to get her to take some pictures child so i'm definitely excited to see you branching out but do you think that there's any like just insecurities that you have within yourself things that you are conscious about that is the reason why you don't really like taking pictures yes so it's more so knowing I guess the social media effect of Mm -hmm. like you know likes and comments not more so how many you get but like when you get them you kind of notice like if you're showing a little more skin you get more likes Mm -hmm. and if you're not it's kind of like whatever and Mm -hmm. then kind of just seeing people around you the DMV is really big on like I don't even want to say like social media personalities but a lot of people have created this brand for themselves and I kind of started to stray away from that and that just kind of drew me away from you know taking pictures and then you know seeing so many people get praised for looking a certain way being shaped a certain way having certain clothes it kind of just made me fall back a little not for insecurity reasons Mm -hmm. well no I lied Definitely insecurity plays a part, but more so like just trying to stay true to me and not yeah. give myself so much away to Instagram and stuff. Yeah, I agree. I kind of had to develop this, you know what? I don't even care anymore mentality, which is why I started posting more pictures because. I used to remember back in the day. I used to be photogenic K child. You couldn't see yeah, me I used to take pictures and not care, like just upload them. Didn't care how good they would do or whatever. And then somewhere along the lines, that kind of just drifted away as I saw kind of what became the trend, or maybe it was always the trend. I just was blinded to it. So when we talk about things like preferences, what is the typical image you see portrayed with these um, DMB brands? So the image is. It's more so, it's definitely 
lighter women. I can say across the board, if it's a streetwear mm-hmm. brand or if it's a ready-to-wear high fashion brand, I, I notice they tend to either go for lighter women or women with certain body types. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that has to do with, nowadays we get to see a lot more. It's always existed, you know, stereotyping, but I feel like in the DMV, people tend to go after, like right now, the whole thing is rappers and rapper's baby mom. Everybody <laughs> wants to look like a rapper and a rapper's baby mom. Yeah. So I feel like that's the standard, quote unquote, right now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're taking after that. So if you're not curvy, if you're, you know, breasts aren't big enough and you're not thick at the bottom or your hair don't slick down a certain way or your skin is mm-hmm. not that light. It's just so many factors that I feel like that draws people's attention to certain people. I agree. And I also think that when people are included that look different, so the darker skinned women, the women who have shapes that aren't typically desired within our, our communities, it's always like, it feels like an afterthought. And I mean, yeah. I could be wrong. I'm on the outside looking in, but from what I see, it feels like there's, you know, you have... It looks a way when your Instagram is filled with all women of a certain complexion that is a much um, lighter skin tone and has a certain body type or has a certain look to them. And then you see this one picture that that demonstrates somebody that looks darker or has a more unconventional, quote unquote, um, body type. It's like that person sticks out like a sore thumb because you probably did that because somebody brought it to your attention. And I'm tired of darker women and women that don't fit society standards of beauty being an afterthought. Like, that's actually bothering me now that I sit and think about it. And it's funny you say that because, you know, we tend to pick on, not pick on, we call out white people for these same exact Mm -hmm. things and then we go do it in our own communities. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, we still have to work on our community as well and we see this all the time with these white brands they have an all white you know executive team or all their ads are white people and then they throw in one person of color or a black person and that's their token and Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's what's going on around here and personally me my skin tone not to like bring it up but I can't say that I have been discriminated or treated how a person with a darker skin tone may have, Mm -hmm. but I still feel like I feel all of that because I see it happen. My friends are deeper skin tones. Mm -hmm. My mom is of deeper skin tones. I'm black. It's like I feel all of that because if you pay attention, if you care to pay attention enough, Mm -hmm. it's right in your face every day. And that's what we have to work on. I agree. And speaking of from someone's standpoint that is of um, a darker complexion, it's like, to me, since that's not really my field, it's hard for me, like you said, to connect because I don't go out seeking um, photo shoots and things like that. So I can only imagine how much harder it is for women that are in that field. And I think I want to bring somebody in to talk about... Um, to talk further about it that is like a model or aspiring model or whatever the case is but one thing that's weird to me as well I'm glad you brought up the fact that we look at other races with a side eye but a lot of the men that I know personally that have clothing brands are dark skinned like I'm talking darker than me but all of the women that they utilize are much lighter have a certain grain of hair um and look just a certain way so now I'm confused because and it's 
it's very confusing go ahead I was just gonna say because like does that I'm trying to figure out what goes through their head because I'm the, the one that's gonna call you out like I'm gonna be like I'm tired of seeing girls that don't look like me being represented on your brand I'm starting to think your brand is for them and they never right. have anything substantial to say back to me like and it's usually like oh that's just how it happened or oh you know this person was just available like um uh, not so much I don't know that's not good enough for me yeah. and you're right a lot of these men with deeper skin tones do tend to go towards lighter women. I don't know if that makes them... I hate to, like, have a theory because I, I can't really back it up. I'm not a man or dark darker skin tone man, so I mm-hmm. can't say that this is their thought process, mm-hmm. but it's almost as if that's their, like, token to acceptance, sort yeah. of. And I that's not that. to say that lighter women should be faulted for that. Like, they're we're all beautiful. We're all black, like... And that's another thing. We're all black, but we have to start, you know, calling things for what they are. And that's a good, I'm glad you brought that up because let me put out a disclaimer right now. This is by no means meant to fault any woman that was born of lighter complexion. I love you all the same. My best friends are much lighter than me and I love them so very much. So I just want to put that out there that this has nothing to do with the, the women's debate or I mean, I don't even want to make it about gender. Just the debate that I see a lot talking about colorism and it's like dark skin girl, girls versus light skin girls, then the brown skin girl. I don't, I'm not talking about that. What I'm, t- what we are talking about today is just the bias that we've seen in our community with these um, BMV owned brands and the types of models that they use and this is that and the third. So let's not make it about that. We not knocking yeah. nobody. We all black and beautiful. Okay, the only yeah, thing that, thank, thank you. you. Exactly. So that's this ain't that. I just want to put that no, out there. Don't make it that either. Child, because you never know with these people. Who be feeling? And that's another thing. Like, it's so frustrating when we try to have these conversations mm-hmm. and then it turns into a gender war and the light versus brown versus dark or, mm-hmm. oh, we went through stuff too. And it's like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, nobody's knocking anything or anybody except for the people that are doing the wrong doing exactly and that makes me think about black lives matter how people are like no all lives matter we know that but we're not talking about that right now like let's focus stop trying to distract and put on this nice think piece that's gonna get that's gonna go viral and make you sound like you just said something that was so powerful like it's not about that save that for that discussion like we're not talking about that right now so I just wanted to put that out there but like you said it's time to start calling a spade a spade and having these discussions so there is a sense of accountability for women that are not necessarily darker skin and going through those types of situations but you see it happening speak on it it's it doesn't take for you to actually have to go through something to notice that something is wrong like Jasmine said earlier she wouldn't be considered quote-unquote dark skin but she's on this platform speaking up for darker skinned women because she sees it happening and she wants it to change it's bigger than you as an individual literally and just to even bring up an example of times that you have to speak up one time I was with my friend and we were standing to like get food mm-hmm. and some guy he's selling smoothies mm-hmm. and it was two flavors it was three of us mm-hmm. me and my other friend got the same flavor and then our other friend got another flavor mm-hmm. the other friend who got the other flavor 
is the darkest skin complexion. And this man proceeds to go, oh, I see. So dark skins like this flavor and lighter skins like that flavor. So he says something ignorant like blacky or something at the end. And we had to like check him. And he probably thought that that was so funny or acceptable or we would take that to heart just because it was a joke to him. But it's like, no. And those are the moments where you stand up. You can't let... First of all, you don't really want to see any woman woman humiliated like that. And then he brought up skin tone. Mind you, this man was no lighter than her. Yeah. So it's like, we have to talk about these things hold people accountable no matter how uncomfortable it makes that man could have stabbed on us and that would have been another situation but Mm -hmm. I would have felt better for standing up for her and him doing whatever versus him just letting it go by and us acting like it didn't happen that's where we have to stop doing it yeah like see something say something that's not one of the times people don't want to mind their business any other time except for when it's time to not mind your business and step in because as a black woman newsflash it is your business honey you are a black woman and the way the genes work you could possibly have a darker skinned child in the future i know you have darker skinned people somewhere along your lineage like it is your business and it's it's up to all of us to have those discussions and have those conversations and even sometimes it starts in the household like I know some parents that are very insensitive to their children's complexions especially if it it isn't their complexion like if lighter skin a lighter skin parent um might speak down on their darker skin child I've seen that happen a lot so if you grow up watching that you grow up hating how you look and idolizing the image of that parent or those other siblings that might be of lighter complexion so this is a a thing something to unpack that we will be on here talking for hours child if we went through that every avenue (laughs) it's so deep but this is where it starts sparking these conversations i hope this motivates somebody else that might be listening to have their own conversations in their household on their platforms whatever all i know is we are tired and we want to talk about it do and we really want to talk about it for real but one of the other things that we talked about um on during your discussion when you were bringing up all these think pieces there was a guy that put out um a really really good response and it showed us a different perspective he brought up the idea of um preference so let's talk a little bit about that yes so um like Harry said, somebody had responded to my post and he added a different perspective, which I was asking for because I genuinely wanted to know why, you know, these brands and these people are doing this. Mm-hmm. So he brought up how, you know, sometimes people just have a preference. It's not on purpose. That's just what they like. And he began to like, he elaborated more, but just to summarize it, but he agreed with everything I said, but mm-hmm. he added that. And about preference, that's where we get into, you know, why is that your preference? Yeah. Because it's one thing to prefer something, and it's one thing to only like one thing. Yeah. And it's kind of like, preference only goes for so far. You can't keep preferring the same thing over and over and over and over again. Yeah. At that point, that's all you like. Yeah, it becomes like a standard, and it's not negotiable anymore, like... For example, I would prefer to walk around in luxury items, but me knowing that that is not the lifestyle I live, I am going to broaden my horizons and get things that are like, I'm going to live 
within my means as well, if that makes sense. Like, or thinking even smaller. That's like me saying, I prefer to go to Starbucks and get um, a snickerdoodle hot chocolate every day, every other day, dag on there. But I know that my pockets would hate me because why are you wasting that money on something you can spend at home? I mean, you can make at home. So other even times, the torch test, even the little test. right? <laughs> So those are the things that we have to talk about too when we talk about preference because he made a valid point. Yes, you can have a different preference. But what me and Jasmine were talking about even before we started recording was I have a preference when it comes to who I want to date. Um, And you can have a preference in regards to whatever in life, but that doesn't mean I'm going to shun everybody else that doesn't align with what my preference is. It's like, give people a chance. And what makes you think that I feel like with preference, it's like superior superiority too. It's like, mm-hmm. why why is this certain look right. your preference? Do you think that that's going to get more people to come and buy from your brand? Because me personally, I'm gonna keep it a, a hundred. If I go on somebody's page and all I see is light skinned women that look the same way, these women are beautiful. I will double tap all I want to, but I'm not buying from your brand because I feel like you don't appreciate people that look like me. Exactly, and it's almost like. You're basically saying, like, that's the prize. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, like, frustrating because it's always men saying, you know, well, that's just my preference. Okay, cool. And, oh, another disclaimer. This is not just men doing this to women. Women can do this to men, and it does happen. Yeah. But this is more so on the terms of I even do I want to say this is fetish? Fetish? I can't say that. Fetish. <laughs> I want to say that, but I'm I'm not going to turn it into that because that'll just turn into a whole other topic. Right. But like Harry said, I have my preference in men, but it's so funny. My preference, I've never dated. Right. So it's like, yeah. We can only go but so far with this preference thing. Yeah, it's like, there. I feel like the bottom line, there should be like, just a happy medium. Like, what should, your standard of what your, you want your brand to represent, I feel like should not be directly lined with things that are so superficial. Like, they have to be a size this, they have to be, which is why I never really got into all those modeling shows either, because it's like, there's any, it, it, it comes down to talent. Like, I know yeah. that they just recently put um, America's Next Top Model. They put a couple seasons on, seasons on Netflix. And I clicked on it. And I'm watching. I couldn't even finish a whole episode. Because I'm like, they all really look the same in a sense. The only thing that will change is the varieties of different complexions and maybe hair textures yeah. and things like that. But that's where we go into different bodies, too. I've seen yeah. plus-size models that will outmodel anybody I put up against her. Like, why can't the, the standard just stay at your talent, what you can bring to the table, whether you can give face, whether you can put a fit on, because it's some women that have that quote unquote model body that can't finesse the outfit or make the outfit look as good as somebody that might be a little bit thicker or and vice versa. So it's like, how about we start looking at people for what they can offer instead of looking at them for who they are and things that they cannot control. That doesn't make sense to me. And to me, that's not fair. And honestly, that goes back to social media because it's so easy to look like something. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to look like you got it all together. It's so easy to look like you know you can dress or whatever. But when the resume shows, the resume shows. And yeah. it's like, we have to start looking at, like here's that, your skill set should speak for you. It, I'm so tired of seeing, you know, people that 
just because they have thousands and thousands of followers and thousands of likes that mm-hmm. they get put on, and then when they get put on, they don't give. They don't <laughs> give. You know, they don't care to speak up for people that do give. Right. And it's just only about them. And issues like these are stuff they need to talk about. Like Rihanna, I feel like I love her so much because she tries to start these convos. May yeah. not be colorism, but even with her fashion show, it was. Any and everybody in that show, including men, even the men in that show, they had stretch marks. Everybody didn't have a six pack. Yeah. And we have to get away from like this cookie cutter image of the right fit for something. Yep. I agree. And I think it's something that unfortunately it started off because when I think Victoria's Secret models and things like that, which were quote unquote like top tier or the people that have been idolized in those industries, they've always had a certain look. And this is how people start having eating disorders. They start getting depressed, start committing suicide. Like it's that deep. And we can't be this era that keeps talking about the importance of mental health. But we're not realizing that these are all things that might seem little to you, but truly affect people's mental state and emotional state. And right now, mental health is so important. We've been quarantined for almost a year. Mm-hmm. We're in a social media age where it's so easy to just see practically perfection mm-hmm. in people just because of a profile. So mm-hmm. I definitely think that these conversations are deeper than skin tone. It's deeper than, you know, we have to start taking care of our mental because once your mental is right, you can align everything else and yeah. you know you know your worth and can't anybody tell you anything like you're beautiful regardless of if you know Jada Waiter wants to be shaped like a coke bottle and <laughs> you know this model is beautiful and her skin is flawless like we really have to start taking care of our mental and really need to start accepting everybody for themselves I'm so tired of seeing people being talked about like for things they can't control I agree and I really appreciate and just shout out to all the people that do use their platform, no matter how quote unquote big or small they are, to just have real human discussions and show that they're not perfect no matter what it may look like. Like when it comes to me, I've never really been like a huge stand for any real celebrity. I mean, everybody knows Taraji, like my mother, and I was married for time <laughs> for a little bit. But other than that, I look at them as people. And I think that's so important in a society where we look at these people like they're like aliens or something or like they're gods. And they're not. They're regular, regular people that just are in a different position. And it's like everybody doesn't want that for themselves. So my thing is just like when it comes to inclusivity and bringing everybody together instead of having like your own exclusive little um, situation, I feel like as someone who has a brand, there's a difference between finding your niche and finding your audience and selling to that particular audience and then trying to start. But okay, I'm getting tongue tied. Let me let me break it down. So I feel like there's two ways you can go about it, probably more than two. But in my in my eyes, it's two. When you're starting a brand, you can either start off with, you know, like what you have, which is whether it's clothes, whether you want to do a blog, whatever you want to do, start it off and then kind of just allow for it to grow within itself, which is why I call my brands my babies. Because when you have a baby, you can have a dream for it all you want to, but if God has another dream on their life, then that's what's going to happen. So that's the way that I chose to. Exactly. That's the way I chose to create my brands. And everybody might not like that. Some people like to have everything, quote unquote, all figured out. I don't think that that's ever going to be possible and nothing will ever be perfect. But if you start off your brand, like let's say you about to start off a, a clothing brand and for your first shoot, all the models look exactly the same. 
meaning they all have that particular look. What do you think is going to happen? That's the audience that you're going to attract instead of somebody else on the other end that might use all types of models, plus size models, petite models, dark skin models, brown skin models, light skin models, models that have skin conditions, models that, exactly, models with just natural imperfections. You're going to attract so many more people. And I don't think people understand that. It's like, nobody's telling you not to have a preference. Nobody's telling you that. But in my opinion, I think preferences in that regard should be saved for your personal life, not for your platform. I can't Oh my gosh, that is it right there. You literally hit it on the nose. Yeah. No, that was perfect. Because (laughs) you're right. That's bringing, and granted, your brand is yours and Mm -hmm. it's personal. But it's also business, and yeah. it's bigger than you at that yeah. point. You're selling to people, and they're looking at you. And me, I, I own zero business, but I have no problem supporting businesses mm-hmm. that I know that align with what I believe in, and they promote what I look like or what somebody like me looks like. Stuff like that yeah. really attracts me to brands once I feel like I can relate. If I feel like you're selling to a certain group of people, and I feel like you're overlooking my group mm-hmm. per se it's kind of just like well well there goes another one another one bites the dust and it right. makes you just turn into one of those and you don't want that for your brand and I feel like a lot of people mess their brand up by sticking so much to what they want yeah and not what they're who they're selling to and their potential customers want in field I agree. And I think I would respect people so much more if they just called a spade a spade. Like, let's say there is a brand, even if there is a brand, I might not necessarily like agree with what you believe in. And they say, listen, I only want lighter skin um, models with a certain figure because of X, Y and Z. You're entitled to your own opinion. I just don't have to see it. I don't have to support it. But and I will respect that and just leave it alone. Let bygones be bygones. But but it's the fact that people are acting like this does not exist or that we're crazy for feeling yeah. like this. That's what bothers me because it's it, a whole combo right there. Yeah. Like they act like it doesn't exist because that's basically like is that considered gaslighting? Yes. Like yes, 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 yes. Gaslighting because you're basically just saying we're talking nonsense when people really feel these emotions and go through that. Mm-hmm. And people like that are the problem, and we have to stop gaslighting because we'll never get over these issues if we keep just making it seem like it's made up. Yep. And I hate when we have conversations like these and people try to say, oh, well, oh, this happened to me too. And well, it's like you said, all lives matter and black lives matter. It's mm-hmm. that thing. Like, well, yeah, it could have happened to you too. You need to speak up about that and you need to stand up for us. Like, we yeah. have to be on our own side. We really need to work on being a team. Like, yes. I hate to sound like a, a coach. <laughs> Like, that's uh, real though that's real and I think that, that that's why there's so much it's, it, there's so many more conversations that need to be had like the conversation doesn't stop here it doesn't stop with our voices men need to discuss this business owners and non-business owners alike need to discuss this models need to discuss this makeup artists we need to open this discussion to everybody because 
it's important. Like for me, I know me personally, I'm going to send this out to people that I know could benefit from hearing something because sometimes it just takes for you to hear it in a different way. And we're not coming from a place where we're trying to bash anybody. Like we said, Jasmine is not a dark skinned woman. I'm nowhere near a model or anything like that, but we see it and we want to speak on it because that's how we make change. We do need to be a, a team. And if we sound like coaches, then go team because... Team us. Team us, for real. We need to come together. Because I don't even understand how most of the time it goes from us talking about the problem to us talking about or pointing fingers at the next person or the two different yeah. sides of the problem. That don't even make sense. And, you know, we can't expect... Well, no. We should expect everybody to know, be mature enough to just have these conversations, even if you don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't agree at all, you have to listen. And I feel like... The more we, like you said, the more we're having these conversations, the more we're talking about it, mm-hmm. is when it becomes conscious. Because yeah. you start picking up on those little things like, oh, maybe I do only double tap light skinned women with big butts. Maybe yeah. I only do double tap darker skinned women that are naked. Like, we have to start paying attention to these things. Like you said before, conscious versus subconscious. Wait, is that the same thing? Conscious versus subconscious. No, those two are different. I had said okay. subconscious so and unconscious. unconscious. <laughs> it's all good. Yes, but we have to we have to start looking at our conscious thinking because sometimes people let their subconscious just talk for them a hundred percent and that's not okay. Because mm-hmm. that's where you're well, it's their true self, so we have to, like you said, figure out why. Yep, I agree. And um, the last point that I want to make before we wrap up our dynamic discussion, I saw something that I've seen a lot. It said, um, this boy posted it. He actually has a brand. He said, a lot of you light-skinned females wouldn't even be pretty if y'all was dark-skinned. I'm just the messenger, though. Excuse me? That statement is... I wish you could see the meme that I'm referencing in my head because... A man tweeted this, right? Yeah, he posted it on his Instagram. And stuff like that, just, I can't even say it takes us steps back, but it really does, actually. Because not only did that tweet have no pace to it or intelligence, but what are you saying? And why are you saying it? (laughs) And this is it. What did you gain from that? girl and I just feel like anything that you post on your regular story that's that's um free for all anybody can do whatever because once it leaves your phone once it leaves your mouth it no longer belongs to you and that's my honest opinion it belongs to whoever eyes or ears it comes across so when I saw that I'm like I was so tempted to say something but then you have to you have to pick your battles that's what I learned in life yeah if I was to say something to this person I don't see what good could come out of that I could see them saying something even more ignorant in response to make me now I'm upset you know, right. so I was like, you know what? I know they ain't talking about me because I think I'm beautiful. I know I'm beautiful. And I feel like your complexion, if you're beautiful, you're beautiful. I don't understand what you mean by, oh, if y'all was darker skin. You realize they would have the same facial features. Right? Like, 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 what does the same even mean? I'm like, so confused. That is so, I won't say the word because we're ignorant. You know, at, yes. Baby, baby, you was ignorant. Okay. Okay. Like, Mm-hmm. But of course they're not. We will hope they're here to listen. But mm-hmm. 
you know how things go. The people that need it the most usually aren't there. Yep, that's the thing. So it's like, for me, the reason why I always put it out there and I speak my mind is because I'm not in the business of trying to change someone's mind at all. I'm just trying to give you a perspective that you probably don't have the capacity to think of. And whatever you do with it is your business. You know, like, I'm not going to go into a full-fledged argument on why you should respect so-and-so and so-and-so. Like, I don't have time for that. That's not what I was put here to do. I will pray for you and keep it moving because... I feel like there's so much wrong with statements like that and people who will co-sign and believe and laugh at statements like that. And even people who, you know, they'll say that stuff and then go home to their darker skin tone mom. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, we, like... Or daughters. We have to start protecting women. We Like, people are saying this, and men probably think it's so cliche, but it's true. We really need to protect black women. Like, our melanin is literal worse. It's, yeah. it's something that we can... We can't find in any other... Well, of course... No. You can't find melanin anywhere else other than where it's at. Yeah. So, we need to appreciate that and value that and stop trying to pit, each other, pit us against each other because... Yeah. Not only does that set us back, it's very much giving colonizer vibes. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're fighting against each other over, you know, our unfortunate situation. Or, I can't even say everybody that's by the skin tone had an unfortunate situation. You know what I'm referencing, right? Yep. Okay. I know what you're Not every case was like that, but generally, that's where it came from. Yep. So, it's like, they're all black. We're all black. We have to start acting like it on some page. Like, it has to have ASAP. Or else we're just going to start turning into them. I agree. And then vlogs. I agree. And I think that's another thing. Like, we want to unlearn everything else when it comes to our history except for the colorism piece. And I don't understand that. Like, that should be the first thing you should want to. There is no, you're superior because of X, Y, and Z. Because then you'll have the people that'll come in and say, well, the only reason you're lighter skinned is because this unfortunate situation happened to you. You're a darker skinned family member. And it's like, dang, nobody wants to hear that, though. Then there's the situation with Mulatto and the name. Then there's Lil Wayne. Talk about people. But that situation really had me high. I'm not gonna lie. What happened? Because I didn't really see. I didn't really see what happened. So, wait, which situation are you referencing? Mulatto. She called a friend a name. This girl, it's a lot with her. Oh, brother. Well, on live, she was quote unquote joking with her friend. Uh huh. I believe it was a him. Called him an orangutan. And then something about, it was an interview from a few years ago, probably, mm-hmm. where she was asked about her heritage, you know, she's mixed, and about the name, because her name is Mulatto, she's profited off of that. Mm-hmm. And she was like, um, I don't choose to identify as either, I'm Mulatto, or something like that. And I hate that I can't accurately quote it, mm-hmm. but it's been more than one instant I've had to fact check where she genuinely straight away from I don't want to say owning her blackness but I guess accepting all of it Mm -hmm. and I don't know what it's like to be a mixed woman I don't know what it's like to be a mulatto but I feel like it's irresponsible of her especially as an artist on that platform to sit there and 
try to shy away from either race or stand up for either skin complexion. Like, and then calling a friend an orangutan, I don't hear, you know, light-skinned women getting called really anything. Polar bears or anything. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I hear yellow bone and red bone and mm-hmm. all these, you know, it sounds nice in the songs, but oh, she is calling her friend an orangutan oh. and she's profiting off of the name Mulatto. So it's things like that where people try to gaslight you and say it's not happening, but it's literally in our face. And you know what's so crazy? The fact that it's become so normal that people are, well, some people, most people are desensitized. Like, I tweeted this a while ago, but I was listening to music and I'm like, and you know, like a good alternative that can still fit into most of these lyrics, instead of saying dark skin, this, light skin, this, how about nice skin? How about, like, why can't we say some regular words that don't describe? Exactly. Like, there's so many ways to go around this. People act like, like, there is it's hard to not do colorist things, and it's hard to not shame someone just because they aren't your preference. Like, leave it alone. You don't have to speak down on it if you, just because you don't like it. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. And then I think about like the Lil Wayne situation where he made whatever comment he made, and your daughter, your only daughter, is of darker skin. And her mom. Like, <laughs> and that too, exactly. Oh, <laughs> Not his point. It's so, it's just so crazy. Like, I don't understand it. And that's how people say that most people, they really just lack a love for themselves for whatever reason, whether it's because they were bullied or whatever was going on in their households or in their communities. I just feel like you have to shake free from the shackles of society and yes. figure out think what it is that you like. Think for yourself. Exactly. Think for yourself. That's so true. And that's why we need these conversations. So these people are not getting bullied for something they can't control. Yep. Like, it, and I really, I know everything we're doing, like, even as of this year, our generation, I feel like it's really, we're on the path to being better than the generations before because they fought for us and we're fighting for the next generation. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if anything, keep having these conversations in the house and yep. keep telling, you know, chocolate little girls that their hair and their, they're beautiful and, yep. you know, telling the lighter skin complexion girl you're beautiful. Like, everybody is beautiful. Exactly. <laughs> Let's not keep, and I know people like, only compliment certain hair textures or certain Ooh. skin compressions. Everybody's beautiful. We have to start with the kids, really, because they're the ones telling each other and themselves how they think of this and that. Yep. I agree 100%. So I think just the moral of all of this is your preference should be preserved for your personal life. Let's start there. (laughs) Um, And also just thinking for yourself, unpacking why it is that you have these certain quote unquote preferences um, and just being more inclusive on accident, not intentionally sitting around planning a campaign like, all right, we got who we really want. All right. And don't forget to plug in some dark skin girls to shut them up. Like we know what y'all doing. We're hip to y'all. And it's obvious. You can tell when you can tell. stuck there to shut people up. Exactly. Yeah. You can tell. Just and like these brands shut us up. These big brands shut us up all mm-hmm. the time. And we also have to start, you know, paying attention to our thought process. Mm-hmm. Conscious thinking, subconscious thinking. Just, just paying more attention. Like, we're saying these things for a reason because it's real. Yep. 
and it all has an effect some way somehow we're not these are not just twitter topics it's real life and i know it's easy to get caught up in twitter debates or think pieces but a lot of times these are real life and this instance is very much real life and it's literally i want to even be dramatic and say killing us but i think i'm right it's killing our people yep. the way we're thinking yep it is i agree 100 percent and we gotta stop idolizing these people. They're just humans. Like, oh so all of our young, can can we wrap? Okay, so what we're gonna do to finish this off is we're going to say a message to our black women because yeah, I hope some men are listening to this because a lot of the things we said are directly tied to y'all. But this is a space where my audience is mostly almost all black women. So what's your message to black women? Black women, we are the world. Like. I really want you to internalize that. We are the world. Mm. We're bread and butter. Mm. We have to start, if anything, believing in ourselves so no man or no society can tell you what's acceptable. You're beautiful. And I want you to say that to yourself every day, no matter what, you're beautiful. Because the moment you start believing that, the moment you know your worth. The moment you know your worth, the moment you know an uh, insecure person or ignorant person, they can't say or do anything to you. Yeah. So I want us to start really looking at ourselves and what we offer and not comparing ourselves to others. Comparison is a thief of joy. Child. I think that's what I want to say. Yep. I love that. And on that note, Jasmine said anything I could have possibly said. <laughs> That I ditto that message to black women. We are all beautiful. And thank you again, Jasmine, for allowing me to pick your brain a little bit on our platform. We the Convo Crew. Welcome to the crew. Okay, crew with a K. (laughs) But thank you so, so much, seriously. This was an amazing discussion. And I hope that everybody that listened got something from it. And yeah. Yes, and thank you for allowing me to... This is something I really wanted to talk about for years, even because mm. you know my mom and my friends go through this. So I'm so happy we get to talk about it. And thank you for having this platform that you don't mind having these quote unquote jeopardizing conversations. So thank you for opening this space for Black women specifically. Of course, my love. Thank you so much. All right, y'all. Until next time. Bye. Bye.